Hey, welcome to Not A Book Review Podcast. This is your host Vandana and in today's episode, we are going to discuss The Book of Cool Cases by Simon St. James. This is a mystery thriller with supernatural elements in it. So let us begin. So the first question is there are multiple instances where Beth's looks are used against her during the investigation and media coverage of the lady killer murders. What do you think the author is trying to say about a woman's looks and how they relate to victimhood? Hmm. Now, Beth as a character was very mysterious and it could perhaps be because of that time period it's set in the 40s or something. So the book itself is divided into two time periods and uh, Beth's timeline is set in the 40s and the and the protagonist Shea, her timeline is in the present. So it goes with both the point of view and uh, maybe because of that time period she came across as kind of boring especially because I don't know if it's possible that during that time period women didn't have much to do and uh, I just felt like she had wasted a lot of time she had so much money she had inherited a lot of money after her parents death so she was a multi-millionaire I think but she just wasted it all and of course she had a reason for it the house was not exactly a house in itself but that also felt really weird like I don't know, it felt like that whole place, her whole felt, her whole world felt like it was in a bubble, completely different from the rest of the world. So, I don't know, it, her, the character Beth itself came across as boring. Also, it could have been a convenient plot line. I mean, like, what else can you do when this is the plot, right? Her looks were definitely against her. But that's kind of like misogyny more than anything else. I don't think being a victim has to do anything with the looks though. I mean, you can be a victim no matter what. Your appearance does not have to factor into it. The next question is, think about how the Greer Mansion is described in the novel. What do you think the mansion's construction symbolizes? The house was very weird to me. Like. There were a lot of description about how the house was. I couldn't picture it that well in my mind. It it also kind of reminded me of the house on the haunted hill. There was that Netflix movie, I mean the TV series adaptation of the of the similar book. So the picture in my mind was kind of similar to that, but not exactly because this Greer mansion was very descriptive. So I knew it was very different from that, but. The image stuck in my mind was something like that. But what it symbolized to me was the time period where Beth lived in. And the oppression also in both the ways. Not just what Beth herself went through but also women of that time went through. Like how time was so stuck there. It felt like time was hardly moving in that place. And so it also represented the suffocation the women of that time period must have felt. That was what what I thought 
the next question the novel explores the case of a female serial killer why do you think the author chose to write about a serial killer who is a woman well isn't that more exciting i mean we all read about serial killers who are men but rarely do we come across a female serial killer and undoubtedly there will be more mystery in a female killer like oh wow how did she become a serial killer how can a woman be a serial killer what did she have to go through to become a serial killer right i mean there is more mystery in being a female killer and and it's more it has more dimensions than say what a male serial killer would be or at least that's just an opinion i mean like male serial killers are almost always at least represented as someone who has a mental illness of course that doesn't mean female serial killers don't have that but they almost always come across as very one dimensional but in this book they are different i mean the female serial killer is more different at least the author has attempted to make her be different look different feel different so i guess that is why the author chose it to be a female serial killer the next question is why do you think beth and detective black believe shaya is the only one who can solve this case do you think there are similarities between beth and shaya that influence them what are your thoughts on the parallels between beth and shaya definitely i think it's deliberate that beth and shaya are almost similar in fact the other book in her other books also uh, which one was that sundown motel both the protagonist again set in different timelines they both kind of look like people of the they are people representing two different sides of the same coin and here also beth and shia seems to me like that but why only shia could solve this murder was really like i have no idea why they thought like that i mean i don't know other than a convenient plot line like i'm really surprised that the detectives couldn't solve this 40 years ago and suddenly they think this person who has a blog who's a crime fiction to crime fiction affectionate will be the one to solve this i don't know why they thought that i thought it was very lazy and uh, a convenient plot line also like really what resources that she, does she have to be able to solve that crime that the detectives the police department didn't have just because she was interviewing her and just because the character beth was infamous for not giving any interviews for being a recluse because she opened up to shia i don't know i don't think so like she might have smell might as well as been misleading her right so to think that only she could have solved it i don't think so that's i was really surprised in fact i'm just surprised that the police department never bothered to look into the mother's history at all i mean i don't want to give any spoilers away but um, it's pretty alluded in the early on in the book itself that beth's mother had suffered some something and uh, it was kept a secret but i don't know maybe because women in those time periods especially women of upper high class may not have been done may have not done anything wrong so they never bothered to look into her back story and all i don't know if they had just looked into that they could have 
had the answer so it was i felt maybe it was because of those limited thoughts back then that they never could solve it and as i said beth and shaya they were very similar and it was like reading two sides of the same coin and yeah that's what i felt next question how do you think shaya's time and with beth and diving deeper into the lady killer case helped her in her own life why do you think this is now shaya herself has a traumatic past and uh, i think she wanted to solve it at least her determination to solve it was to face her own fears to face her own demons and so it beth's case definitely the lady killer case definitely helped shaya to come on her own which hadn't happened in all her previous cases and also the character beth even though her life itself was boring the character itself was very interesting she was like those silent era movie stars you know or at least stars in the bygone era who had more charm and who were more magnetic and who were probably more loud mouthed but not in an offensive way so i felt that character itself kind of helped shreya to be more confident in herself at least in the beginning i felt shreya was very timid but once she started interacting with beth i could see a huge influence of that character on shreya in fact she almost behaved like her towards the end in fact the ending towards the ending where she is after she has solved the case and uh, she is in the hospital the way she talks i was like this is not at all the shia that we started reading off in the beginning i almost felt like it was reading of reading a completely different person so yeah i think and it was not necessarily good but it was not necessarily bad either so that kind of but at least, at least it had a character arc of sort so it definitely helped herself to solve this case the next question discuss the note am i bitter or am i sweet ladies can be either this comes up various times in the novel how do you interpret this phrase and how do you think it influences the characters and their actions okay the phrase itself that was a joke between the mother and the daughter but uh, i think it also symbolizes i don't want to give away any spoilers here but that's a major spoiler if i go ahead with talking about the note itself the note was left behind by the lady killer after she murdered two suspe- uh, two victims this was a note that was left which tied beth to the crime scene because there was a witness who saw her leave the crime scene and the handwriting was considered to be a female and all those things so that is part of the story i don't want to go into it but the history of that note is a joke between the mother and the daughter and uh, i think it also kind of at least from the mother's point of view it was like it looked at 
women only in a certain kind of way which was which was the only acceptable way like women can only be sweet or they can only be bitter they can't be either a very narrow point of view i think so yeah i think that is that is what it represents that note and it it does kind of influence the characters for sure that is it may have been a joke between some say some characters but it was like what defined some of them also okay the next question the novel shows the relationship between beth and her family and she and her family how would you compare these relationships how do you think they have shaped beth and shea either positively or negatively if at all well first of all beth and her family were a disaster like a real disaster in fact i'm i don't know if this is a spoiler or not but i'm surprised that beth didn't turn out to be a psycho but shea and her family they were very normal a very modern family in a very today's family so that was i don't feel anything about that but nevertheless there is an absence of family in both their lives and that is kind of jarring but then this is a mystery novel and you don't really expect family members to be so close knit or anything but beth's family was a disaster really a disaster and i felt really bad for her whereas she she got a second chance to be a better family member to have better ties with her family it was like almost even beth was given a second chance through her or something i don't know something like that but yeah it was almost like a redemption for both she and beth towards the end the next question do you think that beth greer is a murderer what is influencing your opinion okay finish reading the book so the question do you think no okay okay sorry i forgot the question do you think beth greer is a murderer well technically she is a murderer i don't know if this is a spoiler or not but i feel like technically legally she is and what influences my opinion is the fact that facts the facts are influencing my opinion i can't i don't want to go into spoilers this itself is one of the spoilers so but it's a different kind of spoiler nevertheless but i do think she is technically legally i mean the morality part is different but through facts at least Okay, the next question. Think about the ghosts in the novel. What do you think motivates them to stay around? Do you think they are or they were evil? That's a very difficult question because the ghosts, I thought they played a huge part in the story, but they don't. They are just a tiny background of the story. And uh, I thought it will be more scary just like it was in the Sundown Motel, but no, it didn't feel that scary at all to me. In fact, I felt the ghosts had no voice in the story. they couldn't make their presence felt as strongly as it was in the other book the sundown motel here they were like props or something but uh, in fact they don't they didn't even seem necessary to the story itself though may not be necessary to the story but yes it felt they felt very integral 
to the house in itself like that house was that was all the identity of that house or something so when the new family the uh, in the end there is a new family that moves in i expected what i expected was that they would have demolished that whole house and then build a new one but i guess that was just wishy-washy thinking on my part they just go ahead and they renovate a lot but they make it more modern and stuff like that but the house in itself remains the same so that was weird to me that why would you buy a house that was considered to be haunted but then they chose to it to do it and live with it and live with it they do and whether they are evil or not i have no idea because as i said they have no presence in this book at least not a strong one and more than evil i felt they were desperate and uh, miserable sort and uh, that could make them both evil or neither like i don't know i didn't spare much thought for that and i don't think there is a final answer to that it's very open ended question okay the next question is thinking of your answer to the previous question what is your interpretation of the ending interpretation of my ending i felt uh, the ending in itself was a bit dragged out like it was not getting over it was almost over then another chapter then another chapter that was kind of dragging i think also shia felt suddenly felt like a different person like it was an abrupt okay i'm going to, i i'm going to become a different person now it was like that nobody changes overnight it takes time and for shia it was like an overnight change she became way too bold way too dramatic for no reason almost like she had uh, imbibed the personality of beth way too strongly in just a night or something but then it could also be her character arc that the author had to signify or signal to the reader and uh, the interpretation of the ending it was fine it's kind of disappointing but it was fine okay the next question both beth and shia face struggles in taking control of their own lives even though their circumstances are different what do you think the author is trying to tell us about female autonomy with these two characters now that's that's such a long answer and the author i don't think she was interested not interested i wouldn't say that word but i think she just wanted to highlight that part about females not having any right to their body or bodily autonomy not having one it was in beth's case because of the time time period and in shia's case it was more because of a traumatic past i believe and yes they both do struggle to take control of their lives but i don't think that has to be uh, necessarily because they are females it's probably an individual struggle it must not i don't see it or i don't see it as a femaleish struggle or something like that and though their circumstances are different i agree i think in many ways it was at least their struggle was very similar about because about being very different from the rest of the crowd and having to figure out their identity and coming to terms with it 
they both were victims of some sort but they both were survivors also and they both made it and even though they did not have control over their lives initially they do come out of it and kind of in their own ways try to have control of it and it signifies a lot of present stigmas also so maybe that is what the author is trying to convey but that is a really long different answer that has nothing to do with the book in itself i think but yeah that's what i think and the final question what did you rate the book and why well when i initially started reading i really wanted to give it like a five star or something i want i really wanted to like this book because i was blown away by sundown motel i was really scared it had all the atmospherics i had to stop reading it and read it at intervals because i was getting really scared and stuff like that but it could have also been my mood you know some books you have the right mood and in other books it it just doesn't mix well so in the end i gave this book a 3.5 stars which was mainly for the writing these and the story development but basically i felt it was short on pacing and the plot itself was not what do you say for it was not gripping to me it felt very lay it it was not a lazy plot it was like it did not have an urgency to it which is okay not every thriller has to be like an edge of your seat thriller but somewhere it didn't feel very enjoyable maybe because of that so because of that uh, pacing and plot the way the plot was structured in certain ways i gave it a 3.5 stars it's definitely worth a read for sure and if you're a fan of simon st james you should definitely read it and either way also you can read this you will definitely enjoy it but this is just my personal opinion so that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed listening to this have you read the book of cold cases if you have you should definitely you know send me your thoughts you can follow me on readers retreat book club or on what's on my dot bookshelf and uh, i have no idea how you can comment on a podcast so that's bummer but that would be nice so i will come back with another episode with another book so till then take care stay safe and bye bye